All right, everyone. Well, welcome to the Dynamic Leaders Podcast. Today, we're doing something a little bit differently. I'm opening up this episode, but I'm going to segue here quickly to one of my coworkers, a contractor that I have with the Talent 409 Leadership Academy, Jamie Hoffman. And Jamie has so many great ideas for the Leadership Academy, things that we've already implemented that you've probably seen on social media and some of the things that we've done. So many ideas that we're going to be doing here in 2021. So we thought, hey, let's give Jamie a little introduction. She has some questions that she wants to ask me. This is going to be a little bit of a different type of episode, but I'm I'm just going to stop talking and Jamie can explain it. So Jamie, welcome. Uh, well, not welcome to the Leadership Academy because you've been here for a while, but welcome to the Dynamic Leaders Podcast. Thank you. And thank you for having me on today. I'm really excited to kind of pick your brain on a few different things and get a chance to ask you some questions and hopefully give your audience a different perspective on things as well. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to be all ears for you in just a second and answering all, all of your questions, like you said. But before we do that, I want to give you a little bit of an opportunity to tell everybody a little bit about yourself, where you're coming from, how you got involved with the Leadership Academy. So if you can just give us a quick little background on yourself, that would be great. Absolutely. I'm more than happy to do so. I joined the Leadership Academy towards the end of 2021 after relocating to Charlotte from New York City. I'm originally from the Carolinas, but called New York City home for a little over seven years and had no intention of leaving pre-COVID. But just like everyone else, it kind of changed things for me. So I decided to move back down south to be closer to family in New York City, I studied acting and I was heavily focused on that, but also entrepreneurship. I was actually meant to launch a company of my own in 2020, but got put on pause due to COVID and kind of at that point decided to change directions, still may launch it at some point. But in the meantime, I was looking for something else that would give me experience that hopefully one day I can carry into my own ventures as well. And that's how I stumbled upon Talent 409. And it seems like really the perfect fit. There's such an opportunity to learn, especially from you, Colin. And you're doing so much. Not only is the Academy offering so many different services and products as well, but also with the launch of your book this past year and the podcast, I thought this is kind of the perfect fit where I can deep dive into kind of a startup setting, but also you're doing so many different things that are creative and innovative. So it's, it's really been a pleasure. Yeah. Well, thank you for all the kind words there. And I will say that you've been a great fit too, because you have that entrepreneurial spirit, like you're, hungry to learn. You already have some background, which is helpful, but not required by any means, right? So it's just been really nice getting to work with you. We've done a lot of different things. We've had many conversations. So it's it's been a lot of fun. And, and I'm super excited about some of those ventures that we have coming here in, in the new year. So, uh, but yeah, I'm going to let you take this over from here. And we're going to run through what you want to talk about on this podcast today. And uh, so I'll just let you take it and we'll go from there. Perfect. Yeah, so as I have been kind of planning for my 2021, a lot of that is self-reflection on 2020. And 
I know in our first few conversations, it became really apparent to me that while you experienced a lot of the same challenges that we all have in the changing world due to COVID, that you've also taken it as an opportunity for growth. So I kind of wanted to sit down and sort of do a 2020 in review, reflecting on some of the biggest challenges, changes, and also opportunity for growth and what you've been able to accomplish. So I guess maybe we can start there with like, what are some of the biggest things that changed for you in 2020, whether that was due to circumstances that were out of your control and then also just choices you made to change? Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing that was out of my control was just the ability to be with people. And that is a pretty significant part of the Leadership Academy, working primarily in athletics And so working with athletes, working with coaches, being on site, there's just nothing better than that when when you can do a workshop or you have a seminar, whatever it is. And so that was the biggest thing that was out of our control because of COVID, especially in the beginning when we didn't know as much about the disease as we do now. And we couldn't even we couldn't even practice any type of safe social distancing or any any of that. So uh, that was the, the biggest change that came. And then I think one of the things that I rolled with is to say like, okay, well, just because we can't be physically with each other, doesn't mean that we can't still find a way to work together. And the virtual world's opened up for everybody. I mean, Zoom is definitely a, a word that everybody knows now, and I'm not sure that was the, the case pre-pandemic. And uh, so it's it's much easier. It's not to say that people enjoy that more. And I know people are Zoomed out. I'm Zoomed out. I don't want to be doing this, but there are ways to be effective virtually. And it was important to figure out a way to, to do that versus just assuming that we couldn't overcome this hurdle. And so I think we've, we've done a, a good job. Uh, there are ways that I wish we could do more. And if we were a huge fortune 500 company and had all this money, we, we would be, but uh, for, for what we can do and what we can afford, I think we've been able to make the right pivots and say, okay, we've already been operating from like an operation standpoint, our business has always been virtual. So like the way that you and I work, it didn't matter if you were in New York still, or if you were down here in North Carolina, we would still be able to operate because that was the way I had the business operation set up in 2018 when I launched the business. But from the client relationship standpoint and the ability to work with the people that we we do the most impactful things with, uh, that certainly changed. So I'm glad that we were able to pivot. I'm glad that... Uh, while there was definitely a slowdown last year, uh, there were still teams and there were still coaches and opportunities for us to to impact people. They were open to this idea where I don't know that they would have been had they not been forced into it because of COVID. So it definitely was challenging, but I think we've done as much as we can with it. And I'm hopeful that we'll be able to continue to use the tools that the virtual world has supplied us, but I can't wait to be more in person with with people in the future (laughs) i agree i am i really cannot wait (laughs) to be with people in person again it's zoom is really nice and it's i'm grateful we're going through this when we do have the technology to be so connected still so i'm trying to see you know the positive side of that but it is it's it is getting old (laughs) just seeing (laughs) everyone on video um but yeah i think even um on a personal level too, if you don't mind sharing, I think 
you experienced even bigger changes in 2020 with the birth of your daughter as well. And even still on top of that, you were able to make all of these changes and launch a book and continue with the podcast and even kind of restructure some of that as well. So how is that? I think a lot of people would look at that and just immediately get overwhelmed. I know I do. <laughs> Thinking about it, I'm like, oh, I have a hard time just taking care of myself and the pets and trying to figure out how to navigate all of this, let alone everything that you have on your plate, plus a newborn. So what is that experience like? So that is like, that's a huge change, a very positive change, but a really big change in the last year. Yeah, and it's certainly not easy. Uh, I, I'm not going to lie and paint this picture that it's been all easy and that I haven't had a lot of days where I question pretty much every decision that I'm making. But we knew that we were going to have Stella before the pandemic started. We found out we were pregnant in November of 2019. So in a way, that was a true blessing in disguise because it I already had the the clock moving in my head that to say okay I need to find a way to be more efficient because I have a kid coming <laughs> so uh, <laughs> if um we've talked about this you and I before and, and I've talked about it on the podcast in the past but if it's the first time for people listening I do a word of the year every every year and my 2020 word of the year was efficiency because I, again, I just knew when Stella came in July that I was going to need to be more efficient with my work. And I wanted to be more efficient with my work because I wanted to be with Stella. I wanted to be with Christine and I wanted to enjoy as much of that experience as I could. And so I had already done a lot of the legwork as to say like, okay, we're going to restructure the podcast to still have quite a few episodes come out every year, but we're not going to do it quite on the week to week basis that we did in the past, because that can get a little bit, um, that, that can take up a lot of time and it's, it's definitely a grind. Um, we didn't need to do it. Our numbers. I mean, I'm looking at the sheet right now. We've hit like our, our highest download rates, like four out of the last five months. And we continue to, to have really good numbers. Numbers don't tell everything, but it's just encouraging to know that that was a small, subtle change that we made and people are still tuning in, still listening. The pandemic really opened up time for me to finish the book a lot earlier than I thought I was going to finish it. I had originally targeted a 2021 release date for the book, uh, but because I had a little bit of extra time with not doing a whole lot of socializing with people. Uh, I ended up being able to finish, I finished the book before Stella was born. I, I finished the whole publishing process, but I put up the pre-order for the first few months that she was alive so that we could build up some publicity, some positive momentum uh, when we had the launch date on September 15th. So again, a good thing that came with the pandemic was just to be able to get that done a little bit sooner than I had anticipated and have it be another product of, of the Leadership Academy. So um, yeah, I think that I just got lucky that we found out we were pregnant in November and I said, okay, efficiency is what I'm going to need in order to, to adapt. And um, I didn't know that I was going to be facing a global pandemic and that that word efficiency was going to mean even more. Um, but having that be like a central focus has allowed me, I think, to make all these different types of pivots, uh, be adaptable. We added contractors to the Leadership Academy for the first time and just try all these different things. Whereas 
maybe if I was stuck in the mindset that I had been in the past, I don't know that we necessarily would have ventured down this road and you and I wouldn't be connected having this conversation today, which makes me really sad to think about. So uh, it's, um, it, like I said, hasn't been easy by any means, but I think that trying to be more efficient with my time has always been a goal. But once I found out that we were pregnant or that my wife was pregnant, that was something that I said, okay, I can't, I can't mess around anymore. I need to figure out how to do this. And then the pandemic just allowed me to have a little bit more time to play around with some different models and different ways to make it work. But I think it's led us to this place where 2021 has got a really positive outlook, not just because there's a vaccine now and we'll hopefully be out of this pandemic in sometime in this year, but I'm really confident with my ability to connect with the right people for the Leadership Academy. And I think the products that we have and the services that we provide are, are really impactful. And um, I don't know that I was as confident in the past about all of that uh, before I started to make all these changes. So it was definitely like jump out of the comfort zone and, uh, you know, well, I wasn't really just like throwing darts and, and hoping they would stick, but uh, definitely did a lot of different things. And, and I think that it's allowed me to get to this point, which is a much brighter outlook and a much more confident place than I was in the past. Yeah, that's awesome. It's really, it's interesting to hear. It's really cool to hear that, you know, of course you've had challenges and you're not trying to sugarcoat anything. It's, it's been a tough year. There's no denying that, but also looking at it as how you were able to adapt and think outside the box and in ways that you wouldn't have previously. I know I've kind of experienced that in my own way at first, you know, it's really discouraging when you have a plan and you put so much thought into it and it doesn't go that way. But I, now looking back, I'm so grateful that everything happened the way it happened. And I think I'm just trusting that it's, it's meant to be that way. And I, it's definitely been an opportunity for growth on my end. And I know it has been for you. And now I do feel more confident going into different situations going, okay, I wouldn't have thought about this previously, but now I know I can do it. And there are different ways to go about things. There's endless opportunities um, to shift and make things work. Yeah. Yeah. It's so. a great, great recap. And just, a, a, I think a really good reminder to people that it's okay to be a little bit different, you know, like I think what we're doing is, is different, right? So it's okay to be different. And it ultimately, I think leads to really good things. Right. And not getting so tied up on one exact plan or way of doing something that yeah. change is good. So, yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for, for sharing that. That's very interesting to hear you speak about. Um, and I think also on that note, you talked about your word of the year. And I know you have a new one for this year. And that was something you mentioned to me. And I have been racking my brain <laughs> trying to come up with a word for this year. Um, organization, I think, might be it for me. Um, not as exciting as your word <laughs> for the year. Um, but I love that efficiency was your word last year. That's definitely something I'm constantly working on that kind of goes hand in hand with organization and trying to budget my time more appropriately. So yeah, would you want to share a little bit about your word for this year? Yeah, absolutely. I think organization's a great word. I think there's a lot of people, my wife included, she's going to hate that I say this on, on the podcast, but she could definitely use that word to be a little bit more of a focus uh, in her life and it would make her life a lot easier. So uh, this is uh, the old man, get off my lawn conversation <laughs> and I'm, <laughs> I'm having here, but yeah, my word for 2021 is Santosha and Santosha 
just means to be in contentment. And um, I wrote about this in my newsletter and I might've talked about it in social media. I can't remember exactly, but when I was originally thinking about a word for 2021, I was thinking that it was going to be fun or something uh, around that. And it's really interesting that you've asked this question because the reason that I ended up switching the word to Santosha is because I started thinking about how by having fun be my word for 2021, I was trying to like manufacture something that I didn't really need to. Like I was trying to say that 2020 wasn't a fun year when everything that we just talked about with the Leadership Academy, everything in my personal life from having my my first kid to just so many different things that happened, there were certainly a lot of really great moments. And then I hear about this word Santosha and I hear about contentment and it reminds me of an old Eagles song, Learn to Be Still. And I just said, okay, I just need to live in the present. Like I just need to be happy with what I have because I have everything. Like I have a really supportive family, a loving family. I have enough money to keep a roof over our head and keep us fed. So could there be more? Yeah. Could there be more fun? Sure. But am I super happy with where I am right now? Yes. And in the days where sometimes I get a little bit down and I get frustrated when I go back to Santosha and I just remember that I should be living in the present and I should be okay with what I have because I do already have everything that makes it a whole lot easier to sometimes get through the day-to-day grind and some of those really tough moments to just remember that I already have everything and anything else just cherries on top. So that was why I I chose that word. And if it resonates with anyone, feel free to steal it yourself. (laughs) I love that. I think that's a really good perspective to have. I know for me, I've never had a word of the year, but what I do usually quarterly is I make vision boards for myself and it'll be different sections, personal life, career, and volunteer work, et cetera. So that's always been a big driving force for me. But I think with that, the other side of it has to be gratitude. If not, I'm going to look at the vision board every day and go, this is where I want to be. Instead of looking around and being like, okay, well, I've still come so far from the last thing or I'm very content with what I have. So yeah. I really like that word of the year and being kind of still and present. And I think it really goes hand in hand with gratitude because then you're going to find the fun in the day to day and everything you're doing now. So I think that's an awesome word and hopefully people will resonate with that. <laughs> yeah, and I, and that not... is my, second, my second word of the year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And I'm not surprised that you make vision boards because if anyone has seen social media since Jamie took over some of that stuff, the the things that Jamie creates and the things that I create, you can definitely tell the difference and Jamie's are a hundred times better than mine. So I'm sure you have like these great vision boards where it's like, that would just be way too much work for me. It wouldn't come out right. And I would just be so discouraged. (laughs) (laughs) There are definitely a lot of fun to make. So, I mean, I kind of, it's a good, it's a good practice to do. You can just, doesn't have to be pretty. You can just clip out some photos from a magazine or get on Pinterest. I don't know if you spend any time on Pinterest, maybe your wife does. Yeah. Yeah. Christine does more than I do. (laughs) But I always think that's a really fun way, kind of similar to your word of the year when you were talking about it, that's kind of reminded me of my own practice of making vision boards because it's a really fun way to stay focused and think about what you want to do or what you want to embody for that time period. So yeah, absolutely. I think it's a really cool practice and kind of a 
goes pretty hand in hand with reflecting on 2020 is kind of looking at, okay, what do you want to do in, in 2021? And I think having that word to keep you grounded is really a very nice practice. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I think that pretty much rounds up kind of 2020 interview. Obviously it was very brief. We could have gone into so many more details <laughs> on the nitty gritty of each one of those things. Cause you are, in, you're doing a lot in so many different directions. I think I know so many people who have written a book or they host a podcast or they own a business that's service-based or product-based and you're kind of doing it all. So there's, it's not to say we couldn't spend so much more time talking about all of those different things, but I think that was a really nice kind of recap of the year and some of the challenges that you faced and big changes, both professionally and personally, and how that's hopefully going to propel us going, not hopefully, it will propel us going forward in 2021 with all things talent 409. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I thank you for that. And it does seem like a lot some days, other days I'm like, I could do so much more. So maybe I'll find that, that middle ground. And I really will practice Santosha eventually. <laughs> so. <laughs> but, but yeah, I think this has been an awesome recap and really will launch us into 2021. Obviously we're almost a, a month through here, but I appreciate you taking some time, get used to hearing Jamie's voice here in the future, because as I said, she has some other ideas about episodes that are going to be upcoming and she's going to be pretty involved with those. So uh, I will sign off and Jamie, anything else that, that you want to say before you sign off? No, that is it. Thank you so much for having me on. And I look forward to hopefully coming back on the podcast soon, but this has been great. Thank you so much.